On the latest episode of the Q Sciences podcast, we speak to Q Sciences president, Jake Spencer, as we look forward to the Focus Learn From The Leaders event. And he shares his experience with his mentors um, and, and throughout his career, how to best learn from your leaders. Jake, I'm excited to uh, kick off another podcast. Welcome back with you. Yes, absolutely. As we, um, it's been a bit. It has been a bit. Yes. Um, and I think we're this. I think we're perfectly primed for a podcast right now. There's tons going on. We're coming off of the, you know, the COVID quarantine. Um, I think we did one just before that, talking about how you can. Um, Best build your business in times of yeah. uncertainty, and and a lot of people have done that. And I th- and I feel like we're it, obviously we're not out of the woods, but a lot of people, like you said, have really made a difference in their lives with Q Sciences. Yeah, it's it's been inspiring to watch. Uh, you're part of the inside, so you see the rank advancements. Yeah, you see just the um, the gl- overall global growth, right? I mean, day to day, all markets are up. So that's mm-hmm. been uh, awesome to watch. You're seeing some new leaders emerge, um, which is great. I mean, we're going to have some amazing people here next week for the yeah. uh, the end of the month June event, which I'm so excited to do. But yeah, yeah. it's right now it's as a company health wise, the company's never been healthier than it is now. Yeah, and I think you know one of the major um, kind of drawbacks to the whole quarantine has been the fact that we can't hold events. And so last month we did a virtual event, yeah, which seemed to get a lot of traction and build a lot of momentum. Yeah, um, you know, one thing I'm going to be addressing next week to the company is basically adaptability, right? Yeah. Um, people talk about EQ, IQ, well, AQ, adaptability, but we'll get into that next week. But um, it is sad because I think personally, for me, it's still my favorite part of the entire. Uh, model of of network marketing is is the events and seeing people and watching them get recognized and having their family come up on stage. Um, it's very moving. It's very inspiring. Uh, I don't know all the topics we're talking about today, but um, a lot of I've heard some. Re- I, I mean, at conventions, I can go back and there's been a handful of trainings that mm-hmm. I can think of from people who are my mentors, but people f- just across the board who are in other organizations that. I uh, changed. I changed direction in what I was doing. Um, so that's hard for me because we. That's a huge opportunity that's missed mm-hmm. for the field to not have that. Yeah. And that uh, you know, sad. It breaks my heart in a way. But um, we we tried to pivot and do our first virtual event, which I think you were involved. Uh, Chris is in here as well. You guys did a phenomenal job. Everyone really pulled together. This next one that's coming up next week's gonna be great because there there will be a little bit of a human element. Yeah. And even though there's only gonna be one person on camera, I I actually believe because of the energy that's gonna be coming off of people, and you know of some surprises that we're about to unveil on mm-hmm. Friday night. So mm-hmm. I think that energy is gonna come through pretty well. So it, it won't be like an event, but I think it's gonna be close because people people need it. I think one of the one of the coolest things that you've kind of brought to Q is and I think you use events, you use um, opportunities in the office to help people grow, right? Mm-hmm. Assign them to do something that maybe they haven't done before and then let them grow. Um, this event 
really is going to push a lot of leaders. As they're coming in to the office, they're going to be the only one on camera, and they're going to present their topic. Yeah, I the, to tee that up, um, I've been at this a long time. Yeah. Um, it was it was a challenge. It was a stretch for me to do that first event because you don't have the energy from the crowd there, mm -hmm. and you're you're really in a room. You know, this room we're in right now isn't all too huge, but you're not in an auditorium. You're not in a stadium. Yeah. You're in here with Chris, and you see the back. You see the back head of. You see his back yeah. head. Like you see this head right here. Yeah, and you're and you're you kind of watching yourself. Eyes. Yeah, you don't even see Chris's eyes. Yeah. Right. So. It's a little challenging because you're going over things, but then in the back of your mind, you know that there's thousands of people watching it, and yeah, and you can't even read the comments, right? So you're just right. hoping, and you know, and so. But anyway, it, it's a it was an eerie feeling. I'm excited to um, to see that, but set that aside. I mean, because we're going to have the leaders come in and do a lot of topics that we've not had leaders do before. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's some reasons why we want to have some leaders do some compliance things, but really the true meaning behind having these leaders do this is, is the growth aspect. Yeah. Um, I've been so fortunate in my career, uh, to have some great people put me in situations that I had to get out of. Yeah. And at the time I didn't like it. It was way uncomfortable. Um, but you know, my, you know, my mom was one of those people that was never afraid to to put me in a situation that was way uncomfortable and let me sink or swim. Uh, I've had some great mentors in network marketing, uh, some great mentors in the business world, CrossFit, working out at the gym. Yeah, I've yeah. had some great friends there and a trainer that's like that. And I think that's where the biggest growth comes. So I think one thing I'm super excited about is the growth that's going to come from this event with the announcements, the products, the quality of training is going to be always great. Mm -hmm. That's going to be exciting to see, but the growth of the individual coming out of this and the individualistic personality on each topic, seeing how they have a testimony, I would say, of they can run their business yeah. on their own, that's going to be awesome. And it's, it's emotional stretching, it's creativity, it's uh, learning how to do public speaking. All those things are needed. Even those people listening to this right now that's a builder or pro thinking, oh, that's not going to be, well, you better watch out. Right. Because... Even on the smaller scale of you in a coffee shop or you on a Zoom on your own, it's where you start practicing, right, to get on this stage. Absolutely, um, and I think that's I think that's kind of the the topic I wanted to get to in oh, in today's podcast is learning from the leaders because that's really the <laughs> that's really the the kind of the the title of this event coming up. Um, learn learn from the leaders, and so um, I was just I was just thinking back to some of the some of the trainings you've given, some of the speeches you've given at events. And um, you've told a lot of stories about kind of starting starting from the bottom, um, seeing what your mentors were doing, and then sacrificing whatever it took, right? Mm. You've talked about uh, taking speech classes yep. and practicing in front of the mirror until you, were, until you felt comfortable presenting. So like what, what kind of drove that, um, I guess that desire? To one, learn, and then to apply. Um, this probably isn't a really good answer because a lot of people are thinking that there's a light bulb moment right. for desire. Um, I, I'll, I'll tell you a story okay. that just happened in our house, and then maybe that's what it is. Got it. I know everyone's got great kids. I got great kids. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
All of them are individuals. They all have their own personalities, their own desires, right? You have them in here occasionally cleaning the windows yes. and putting them to work. Yes, and that is true. <laughs> Those of you, I make my kids work. Uh, I do make them come into queue and clean windows and take out trash and do inventory. Um, that's what I believe in, yeah. right? They're not going to be raised with a silver spoon in their mouth. So anyway, um, a little while ago, um, my daughter, one of my daughters is very into basketball. Both of them are, but one's different. One puts in a lot of ec extra work without being told to. Um, and those of you, I, that was one of my passions growing up and I put a lot of time into it. And, um, um, she'll ask me to put her through drills once in a while. And, and, uh, one of her friends was over and, you know, she didn't care that her friend was over. It was her time to go do her drills. Oh yeah. And so we're out there doing the drills and I'm helping her, coaching her, um, some shooting things. And her friend's like, your dad makes you or puts you through drills. And she just looked up and she's like, no, he doesn't make me or put me through drills. I ask him to. Yeah. And she just kept going. Yeah. Um, I think you, I think you either are, I think you're either motivated or you're not. Right. I think there's either a fire in your belly or there's not. I think, I think. You either wake up in the morning and that it's it's put on your mind to become better, to progress, or it's not. And so yeah. I I don't know what clicked. I, I don't. You could talk to Brandon and Marielle. Um, you could talk to Shannon. You could talk to these leaders. You know, Francesca Fields. Like here, the lady is. She's amazing. She's powerful. She just hit Emerald, and she's about to have a baby. There, there's something in her that's that's different. Mm -hmm. It's not that it's, it's she was born with it. It's just she's had an intuition. She's chose to follow that intuition. So it's gotten stronger. So she yeah. puts the time in. So um, the first thing is to answer the question, I believe people either want to become better and they have that white hot burning desire to have more, become more, or they don't. Yeah, I like that. I think you mentioned to me that when you were at, in college at Utah State that you were doing architecture. Is that right? Correct. And, you know, let's say you don't discover direct sales at the time that you did. I imagine that you would have been just as passionate, just as had that drive to succeed in whatever career you would have uh, yeah, chosen. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree um, because I was extremely passionate about it. I did put a lot of time in on extra things, projects and things because I was really into what I was doing. Now, I will say I don't believe that that career for me as a person, Jake Spencer, mm -hmm. would have been as fulfilling uh, and I would have been able to touch as many people yeah. around the world as this career has Absolutely. been able to do. Absolutely. For sure. And, and I, think, I think maybe the, the point I'm trying to make is that your standard is such that whatever you're doing, mm -hmm. you have that desire to be the best. Yeah. How you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah. 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 yeah I like that. Um, okay. So... Um, Maybe you could get into a little bit of specifics to help people as they as they come to uh, to watch the event and as yeah. they watch it. Um, you know, when you're sitting in the in your first event yeah. as an ambassador or whatever, um, and you saw your mentors up on stage, um, I was blown away. Because you, I, I, I kind of remember being 13, 14 years old and thinking, I'll never be able to drive. Oh, my gosh. I can't drive on the freeway. Oh, my gosh. And then before you know it, right, it's just, it's just normal for you. Yeah. So talk about maybe that progression. Um, <clears throat> first off, 
One thing that my mentor did for me in a group of us before our first kind of big training event is he was really good at getting us to eliminate distractions. Yeah. You know, um, he was so good. at. It. I mean, he, he set the right tone. You're putting time into this. You're coming to this training. You're going to watch it. You're whatever you're going to do. You want to get the most out of it. I mean, he, he was dripping that on us weeks out before the event. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's people right now in queue that have already aligned and or, or have assigned and got babysitters for next weekend. Yeah. And they're eliminating the, that's an amazing thing to me. That's a great investment. They they they're not doing their typical Saturday. They're they're watching every minute that they can because this is a multi-million dollar opportunity. Like the word opportunity for many people has been lost in queue. They they don't see it as an opportunity mm-hmm. as they first did. Yeah. There are still people, I'm so proud of them, they're seeing this as an investment this next weekend at these events. And that's the first thing that he primed the pump really well that we probably should focus on. I mean, he he was so, I wouldn't say strict, but just so passionate about you're gonna you're gonna be ready, you're gonna have notes, you're gonna eliminate your distractions, you're gonna you're you're gonna treat this as if it's it's your last chance to get every bit of information out, because this could be the last training that mm-hmm. you have. And that's what it was. And so I told you just before I was young. So maybe I was young and maybe dumb enough that I believed it. Yeah. And naive. And so I did. Like, I wasn't out in the hall. I wasn't on bathroom breaks. I wasn't texting. I was, like, taking tons of notes. And then he said something. This was huge. Mm -hmm. That changed. This was one of those conversations. The pivotal conversations, the important conversations he said. And it's really important when you take notes you don't listen necessarily to how someone's saying something, but what they're saying. And I'm like, what? And then I realized because everyone's characteristics or personalities are different. And there were some, as you would say too, there's some people that you relate to more of their trainings and things, but there's not one person in the industry that's good at every topic. Sure. Because they use certain things to get to where they are. Mm -hmm. And that helped me so much because even though someone may have maybe not as entertaining or they may not be as passionate or they may be more calm, I started realizing that they're up there for a reason. Yeah. They've earned it. And especially in Q, you don't you don't get to talk at our events unless you're in production. Mm-hmm. We don't base it off of income because there's people in the crowd that have the same income as some people up on stage, but the people up on stage or who are coming in here they are in momentum. They're yeah. in production. So that was huge for me at 21 because I'm like, oh my gosh, they're up there for a reason. What what could I dig? What could I find out of this topic? And it was kind of like a challenge me. You know that I'm, yeah. I try to gamify everything. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to find everything as a game. Like, okay, what can I get out of this speaker, right? You know I'm not really into the whole customer acquisition trainings and products, right? And yeah. it's just, it's important. It's huge. It's hugely important. But I would just try to learn little things. So that was huge. And then, Watching those people that I respected up on stage, for me, once I saw my mentor who I'd worked so much with, then get up in front, for me, it was a stadium. Mm -hmm. It was 30,000 people. And I remember them saying his name. Like, dude, I'm getting goosebumps. Just thinking about it. And I remember this. I remember the song to this day. I was sitting in his VIP seat in the front row. He he brought me up there. Mm -hmm. And I remember his song and it came out and the crowd goes crazy. It was like, like some crazy concert. Yeah. And I looked at him and he looked down at me and I'm like, do I realize what I have? Yeah. Like this dude 
takes my calls, he takes my texts, and half of this stadium doesn't even have his phone number. A quarter <laughs> of it does, he doesn't answer. And only a tenth of it will even talk to him. Yeah, yeah. And it was almost like maybe in an unhealthy way a rock star says, but because of that, just that humbling experience, I'm like, dude, I, I'm going to perform so I don't ever lose the opportunity to have him help me. That's yeah. just where I came from. Oh, yeah. And I'll never forget it. In fact, that play, that song is on my phone <laughs> to this day because of the way it makes me feel. Yeah. I've never, I'll never forget. I, I remember his tie actually. Mm -hmm. No way. I actually do. I remember Dude, his that's suit. Cool. I remember I just, it'll be something that I never, ever forget. That's wild. So, so after the event, you know, everybody's kind of jazzed after that, but it's so easy to lose your motivation. The whole diet you get home, it's, yeah. you know, you're back into your normal mm. environment. You got to make some calls. It gets scary. Mm -hmm. um, how did you push through that? Quick wins. Yeah. Quick wins. I, I was, when I was ever, if I was in an event in person, I wasn't the type of guy that go out on the town. Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing stuff late at night. I wasn't going down and, you know, I, I literally would be getting my group together and we were putting meetings together. We were putting everything together. We had quick wins super fast. So the stuff that we had heard, we applied and saw the, the direct benefit of it. And when people saw those little simple quick wins yeah. fast, it took the momentum into the next two or three weeks where we found new people mm -hmm. who were excited. And that new excited person kept a lot of people's excitement high. So we always saw huge surges. So if you're listening to this, if you're a builder pro executive, if you're just getting started, you've got to do something to set yourself up quickly with what we're going to announce, whether it's some of the promos, the new products we're launching, mm -hmm. you've got to have some quick hits. Um, I think that's a huge misconception too. like working out, like you don't walk into a gym and start bench pressing 300 pounds. Right. Right. And people forget that about their brain too. It's like mm -hmm. your brain's a muscle. How do you exercise? Like it doesn't matter if you just read this huge book, you're not going to understand. It's like you practice reading all the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. So too many people want to come in and they see Kristen Adams hitting Emerald. They see Tara Truex. They see these people all over the world, like, oh, I'm going to be them, right? Okay, great. But do you understand that they're consistent? Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're, that they're consistent, that they've had small, simple victories all the time um, to get where they are. And so you're not even waiting until you get home. N no way. No. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. No, you're no, at no. the event shooting texts off to people you've already spoken to, letting them know the new products or whatever. No, yeah. And, and that's a great leadership principle. I mean... You've worked with me enough yeah. in here. And I, I'll tell you, that's something that I struggled with in my life was procrastination. Yeah. And I'm not talking procrastination. What I really come down to is I, I, I was lazy. So what I decided to do one day was I started realizing that it's not easier to put anything off. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by putting things off, I'm talking everything. Work, projects conversations. Nope. I, you've, you've been in the meetings. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's an issue. We're addressing it right now. Like, yeah. 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 I, I just do it. Like, and it's for me, as simple as it is, it's, um, it's compounded and it's become exponentially a huge success factor for Sarah and I. And don't you rest easier, you know, when it's, when you have some leisure time to be like, okay, yeah. I'm not putting anything off. I've already taken yeah. care of it. 
it, I can only imagine, I, I have, I've never been in the field, but I can only imagine if you keep putting off that call you want to make, mm-hmm. then it just eats at you, right? Yeah. And it becomes bigger than it's it needs to deal. be. Yeah. And then it overtakes your thoughts. And because we don't give ourselves enough credit for how good we are in sales, yeah. we're all really good because we, we sell ourselves every day of things to do and not to do. Sure. We, we're selling ourselves why we shouldn't pick up the phone. We're selling, like, we are so good at it. Like, I'm not good at sales. I'm like, well, you sold yourself not to call those people, so <laughs> you're actually really good because you bought everything that you sold yourself. I never thought about that, but I'm a dang good salesman. <laughs> yes, you're a dang good salesman, right? Like, or a saleswoman. Like, if you're in really good shape, you sold yourself. And if you yeah, can yeah, sell yeah. yourself, which is the hardest person to sell, you can sell anybody. That is a good point. So I like what you mentioned. You said um, when you were a young 21-year-old sitting in the audience, Jeez. you're taking notes and a speaker comes up, you're going to challenge yourself to take something from that. Right. So as we get, as, as people watch... Um, on uh, next next Friday and Saturday, there's going to be a lot of topics that are kind of different. Uh, usually, a corporate person right. might handle those. How would you, you know, if you're in the if you're watching, you're in the field, um, maybe it's a topic that you don't think concerns you. How how would you approach the event? Um, first off, I I uh, I respect everyone's challenge for what this event's going to cause because, truthfully, next weekend's event. There's not a tremendous amount of sacrifice to participate in it. Sure. You know, you're not getting hotels, you're not airfare and food, and maybe missing some work. I mean, some people might miss a little bit of work on Friday, mm-hmm. but most people probably won't, right? So the more you pay, the more you pay attention. Yeah. So this is this will be a challenge for all the listeners because mm-hmm. It's a Facebook Live or a login, and you got your TV over there. You got your chips in the in the in the other room. You got your kids in the background. You got your yeah. phone. You can yeah. scroll Facebook as you have it on live. There's a lot of distractions, mm-hmm. right? It's a challenge. Like I said, I made it a competition because that's what worked for me. Yeah, is how could I get something out of every topic? If the topic is being covered, because we as owners have chosen that topic to be covered. We know what's going on and it needs to be covered. Mm -hmm. And you have to act as if you're an owner. And I will tell you, there's been times in my career that I've taken notes on topics and speakers in business and in life, because we've had some great talks about marriage and things, that I've come back and maturity has been different and the topic that I was meant completely different. I remember going back, because people hear when the student's ready, the teacher appears. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. Not a minute too soon and not a minute too late. So you'll go back to some notes three weeks from now and it'll be completely different things to you than what you wrote in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I guess that, that that's a lot of, at most events, you know, you hit the same things over and over again, right? Launching, recruiting, mm. you know, all this stuff. But like you said, um, you're in a different place every time. So what new can you take from it? Yeah, it's funny my mentor used to say, <laughs> he used to say, do you know when you're good at launching and you don't need to take notes on it? When you're giving the training. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not if you're not giving the training for Q Sciences about launching or you've not in the last year, you got to take notes. There's something you can learn. <laughs> There's something I love that. you can learn. I love that. So uh, I, one thing you mentioned when we were um, kind of announcing the topics and assigning them to mm. each of the leaders, you said present 
as if it's specifically for, I think it was executive yeah, level, yeah. maybe below. Um, why, why, why is that the case? They're the most impacted people and they're the most impactful people in the company. Uh-huh. I'm going to say it again. They're the most impacted and the most impactful, meaning those people at executive, really pro executive elite on the way to bronze, those are the ones that can make the biggest impact tomorrow in Q Sciences. Mm-hmm. They truly are. They're the ones that can, I'll say this, can relearn things that they shouldn't have learned. Yeah. They're the ones that are probably still the most excited. Sometimes when people get a lot of knowledge, they tend to know a lot more. And so their opinions, ma- they think matter more than they did in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, they actually don't. In a humble way, they don't. Um, so those people who are most impacted, they can go out there and move people fast because they're going to keep it really simple and they're going to be excited and they're going to see the possibility of what's there for their life. Sometimes I've noticed with the higher the income that someone has or those categories of people that are, you know, at those at the, you know, seasoned silvers or seasoned golds, those people mm-hmm. that may be sitting there, they've lost a little bit of that spark that's magnetic or attractive to new people. And so they are more of an educator and that really doesn't serve one well in this industry. Yeah. You you should really, instead of being an educator, you're more of a motivator or you're more of an, someone who inspires. Uh, and and new people winning is very inspiring for others to see. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, I'll give you an example, and she's very near and dear to my heart. If Marielle Filipponi hit a new rank, yeah, I don't even know what's after Black Diamond. Is it Royal Diamond or something or Crown or <laughs> I don't even know what it is. <laughs> she's I, so high. I we built, stopped. I built the thing. <laughs> yeah. What her income's going to go to like two hundred thousand a month, whatever it is. But, but let's let's just be real. I've I've not mm-hmm. prepped you for this, right? Sure. So if Marielle hit that accomplishment, would you be shocked? No. See, you answered yeah. no. Yeah. Do you no, know no. what? Most people online, when they see that, like, we already knew she was going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We already knew that. Right. Hmm. Hmm. I, they, go buy, they go buy another real estate pro- property. Are, yeah. you, are you shocked by that? Yeah, not at all. No. They send some kids to Africa on a Christian mission. Are you shocked by that? No. No. Frank's out buying toys to go mountain bike. Would you be shocked by that? Absolutely not, Frank. You, you earned it, buddy. Right? No. <laughs> and you could say the same thing with Brandon. Yeah. In fact, you could say the same thing with any Ruby or hire in the company. Mm-hmm. It would not be shocking. And I'm not shocking. I'm not saying shocking in disbelief. Yeah. No. If someone who is brand new to the industry, who signed up two months ago, mm-hmm. goes silver yeah, or goes gold and their income's four, $8,000 a month. Are you impressed by that? Absolutely. 100%. And, 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 and maybe that's because we don't know them. We don't know their situation, but that jump is incredible. So yeah, this, this may be the most powerful, not powerful, the most insightful statement into my brain. Gotcha. I tried to explain this. Like, I just did another podcast with another company. You just saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said something similar to this, and the other people in the industry's owners, the, all they care is about is about the bottom line percentage of return. And they wanted to know how we turn Q to do what it is. Sure. Because people are now, they, they heard about the buyout, and people have yeah. figured out that Mark and I bought the company. And so I told them one of the secrets. So, okay. So you asked, 
why did we tell people be conscious and careful on mm -hmm. who you're addressing? Right. So if you owned Q and everyone listening to this, they have a downline or a potential of one one day, you actually do actually own Q. Sure. So if you know that's where the greatest impact is, mm -hmm. what would you want your messaging to be targeted to or targeted as? Yeah, absolutely. To the would you not be focusing on, yeah. on perfecting the newest person's message to get them moving? Mm -hmm. Would you not be like the way that your stuff looks online, the way your flyers look online, the way you explain things, the way that your webs, everything would be tailored to where your money is mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the greatest impact. Yeah, for sure. Because you already addressed it. If Marielle makes a million dollars a month, you're going to say, all right, I knew she's going to do that. Yeah. That's not a huge PR news story. It, it is really because it's amazing. Mm -hmm. But in terms of having quicker success for the people who are listening to today, mm -hmm. it's where your message is falling. Yeah. Is it falling between the chairs and you're trying to address people who don't need to be convinced that Q works because they're actually having personal challenges and they mm -hmm. just won't get out of their own way? So many people try to train people that can't be trained. That, like, they, they, they build their message towards someone who really isn't even ready for their message. Sure. Instead of just addressing the most excited person. Yeah. The new people. I mean, that sounds so much more simple when you explain it that way. I, I just imagine, you know, running, if, if I owned a Q Sciences business, I mean, that's where all the energy goes. Right. And the rest takes care of itself. Okay. Right? So, so here's the thing. Let's say you're going through personal, uh, a personal challenge. Yeah. Which happens if you've got a big business, you have leaders sure. who, are, who are growing. I, I'm not going to say going. They're growing through challenges. They're growing through how to manage higher incomes. They're growing through how to manage personalities. They're growing through how to have a better marriage, right? Sometimes things happen. Well, let's say that you're in my organization mm -hmm. and you have an issue. Right. I go start working with your team and you have a whole bunch of new people who start making money. Are you mad at me for doing that? No way. No way. Yeah, no way. Or am I going to spend tons and tons of time to try to train you out of whatever you're going through? Training in Q might even be the thing that gets you out of what you're in. Sure. Maybe friendship is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, I just, it, it's a very simplistic view, but some people think it's more complicated than it really is. So if you're, if you're presenting, you know, next weekend or you've been in the company for a while, <laughs> you're a silver or something or bronze, or, uh -huh. I guess what, what would be the, how would you, how would you approach it to continue to learn from the leaders? I, I Even told if you, you consider no, yourself a leader. I told you this story. I told yeah. you this story. I remember when I got, I got my first big opportunity to train in front of a huge crowd. Yeah. And I envisioned me coming out <laughs> to my song like he did. Yeah. And yeah. I'm back in the stage like, like I'm looking, I mean, all the people in the stands, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm just like, I'm like a cage fighter, right? Mm -hmm. They play my music. I go up on stage. I crush my topic. And the dead giveaway, you ready for this? Yeah. Was I got a standing ovation. Guess who started the standing ovation? Guaranteed it was your mentor. It was the leaders in yeah. the front of the room. Yeah. And they started standing and clapping and clapping. And you both think this is going one way in this story, and it's not. <laughs> and they started clapping. I'm like, oh, I felt so good. And, like, and then the rest of the arena stood up. 
And I'm like, yeah, people were clapping. They start, they played my song to exit. I was flying high. I get to the back. I'm taking off my mic. My mentor's sitting there, stone cold Steve Austin. I look at it and he's like, he goes, that was the worst <laughs> training you've ever given. How did that not crush you and it make did you crush quit? Me, bro. And make you I, quit. My cheeks. Oh, it would have made most people quit. My <laughs> cheeks probably were like bite red because I was embarrassed. Yeah. I'm like, oh. He goes, Jake, you tried to go talk and train the people who were already making money. Yeah. He's like, they can't join the business again. They've already paid. Right. They can't, it's like the new people who are brand new in the business are the ones who are going to really solidify all of our incomes hmm. and the business. He goes, they didn't stand up and start clapping first. They just stood up because of the leaders in the front of the room stood up. <laughs> the leaders in the front of the room stood up because they were excited because you were just laying it down and they were hoping that the new people were like, oh, I hope he's getting this because they were thinking I was addressing drama and politics and all mm -hmm. these different things that happened. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I, I got the recording of it and I went back and listened to it. And he, he was right. There was nothing in there that was simple. There was nothing in there of a call to action to do something easier. It was about all the people in my mind who I was struggling with in my organization. And I was trying to cater my message to them. So there was trial and error as you learned all this. There was a lot of error. Yeah. Bro, I sucked in this game for a long time. <laughs> On a scale of one to 10, I was probably a negative four. <laughs> Dude, I was crappy in this. I didn't even, I even caught, my mentor sent me a text one time mm -hmm. that was supposed to go to his mom. Yeah. And he told me, he told his mom, and do you know how you're thinking about somebody? You send them the text and accident. Sure, yeah. He's like, I don't think Jake's going to make this. I don't think he's going to pull <laughs> through this. Like, it might be safer for him to quit. Oh, God. And, and I got the to text you. message. I'm like, uh, I remember texting him back, like, Did, you didn't mean to send this to me. And he called me right away, right? <laughs> but I was like, yeah, dude, that was terrible. <laughs> I couldn't even tie my old shoes. <laughs> so what was that progression like for you? Getting off the stage, thinking you killed it, you didn't. Um, Lots of stretch, bro. Going like, back to the drawing board, what did I do wrong? Well, first off, it bugged me. Like, yeah. I remember the whole weekend, I was like doom and gloom. Mm -hmm. And my mom was there. She's like, at least he coaches you. Yeah. She said, if he didn't believe in you, he wouldn't be coaching you. Sure. The moment he stops coaching you, probably doesn't mean you, you're you're probably done. You're probably capped out. Yeah. I'm serious. That's how my mom <laughs> talks to me. I know. I know. Some people, it's all making sense to why I'm so harsh sometimes. She's like, hey, at least he coaches you, so he probably believes that you can do something. The moment he stops coaching you, you should probably be worried. That's what she told me. Right? So it yeah. made me feel better, but then uh -huh. I just started realizing it, and then... I kind of went back to my first little bit in the business, how I felt, what made sense to me. And then I kind of like really started perfecting how to get people started, how to help them make money, mm -hmm. how to break things down in a simplistic view that new people could um, chew on it, right? Yeah, I like the, um, just kind of the, the detail that really does have to go into this. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you don't have a plan going in, if you don't have a purpose, if you're not game planning what you want to do, mm. then you, your cult, your company's culture will create itself. Right. And that's dangerous. And then, and then you can't, you can't, um, 
determine where that goes. Yeah, and think about Karate Kid, man. Like my kids are into the old Karate Kid with da- Daniel Sun. Right? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they're into the old school Karate Kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And as as crazy as that movie is, and maybe cheesy, mm-hmm. my daughter Samantha. That it was a teaching moment to her about some of the basics on the basketball court about what he was making him do, painting the fence, yeah, and different things. And she fi- it finally clicked that some of the things that you're doing are just fi- foundational pieces for bigger things. Sure. And in this business, it's so true. Yeah, I think John Wooden, the coach of UCLA basketball, I think uh, I, I remember hearing on like the first day of practice, he would show them how to put their socks on. Yep. So they didn't and get teach blisters. teach them how to tie their shoes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so for sure. I love that. That's cool. Um, any parting shots you wanna you wanna give as as we head towards the event? Yeah, I I uh, you know I'm excited for the event. I think it's gonna be something we've never done, mm-hmm. as you guys already know, because you know some things that are coming. But you know, if I'm if I'm new in Q right now, I'm I'm if I'm really connecting the pieces or the dots from kind of March to now. Mm-hmm. And you're not emotional. You're you're getting outside of your own mind, and, and you're having like a bird's eye view. You're you probably should be pretty excited about yeah. what's happening and what's about to transpire, right? Um, it's probably for those people who have caught on what's going on, what's sure. truly going on. They're probably losing sleep, and um, <laughs> they should be losing sleep. Because we're going to do some stuff where we're finally able to, to make those decisions and not have to run them by a board and some things we've always wanted to do, which one of them rolls out next Friday and no one even knows about. You yeah. got to see it today. Yeah, yeah, what, did you, yeah. what did you think of it? Impressive, dude. Were you, were, were, yeah. It was one of the better things I've showed you. Ever. Ever. Yes. Dude, and you're not yeah. even a hype guy. <laughs> no, so I'm it was not one of the better guy. things. Chris, yeah. what did you think of it? The- Don't say the word. <laughs> what did you think about where... You're going Friday night, next Friday night with us. Oh, they're going to love it. Like, hands, yeah, they're, no one's going to be able to expect it. No, yeah, it's yeah. crazy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so um, it's just your time. Like, I think, I wish I could just sit in someone's car, those people who are questioning themselves or questioning Q and say, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's going to be up to you. Like, when you decide to go do this and you really want to make this great, you're going to do it and you're going to be huge. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take a lot of talent. You don't have to look a certain way. You do have to work hard though. Yeah. And you do have to work on who you are as a person. Like you can't forget character matters. You can't be bigger than the people. You, your money can't change, change you. Cause I mean, you, you've been inside the ropes here. You're seeing mm-hmm. people. We've had leaders who have been changed by the money. Sure. Uh, and and some who have gone and some who are still here. Mm-hmm. You can tell you you caught on to some of those people who they think that you know they're special. Yeah, and character matters. Yeah, Th- those things matter. Like grow as a person, get into some books, build your relationship at home, be quick to apologize when you're in the wrong, learn to always take the blows when things go right in your organization. Give all the credit away when things are going wrong. Take all the blame. Like it's just time that some people just know they're they're capable enough to do it. And how much of a shortcut is it to have a mentor and just learn from them? Don't oh. make the same mistakes they do. Oh my gosh, dude. They're there for a reason. Isn't it so crazy people who want to pick and choose what they listen and do based out of their comfort level? Yeah. Dude, we could do a whole podcast 
and start talking about successful people and Google them mm-hmm. about, I mean, dude, think about it. Michael Jordan had a personal trainer as a men. I mean, Tim Grover, dude. I mean, the same guy that trained Kobe Bryant and Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods has had five, five swing coaches. Yeah. Five. I mean, we could keep going on and on. We really get behind the scenes. Yeah. You've got to have a sound sounding board. And for these uber successful people who have had help and it's just baffling to me that people don't invest and find that mentor and just suck it up. Awesome. That's so perfect. Uh, well, once again, Jake, president of Q Sciences. <laughs> Am I saying yeah. that now? I, I, that I guess, sounds good. Dude. I guess legally that's what it is. That's awesome. Um, thank you for, for joining us. Thanks Appreciate for your you insight. Thanks for your experience. And um, just look forward to the event, having the leaders come in. It's here. It's and, coming. And motivating those, uh, those quick wins. Quick wins. From the field. Quick so. wins. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks for tuning in.